Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're back. And we are joined, as promised, by Danny Left Hand to God Barlow and his trainer, Brian Hall, who runs Law School MMA. On Tuesday night on ESPN+, Plus. we had told you guys about this beforehand. Hope you got a chance to watch. Uh, he used that monster left hand of his to put away fellow Memphian Raheem Rambo Forrest uh, by TKO. Took him to 79 seconds. Uh, he is a master in the first round now. I believe that's his fifth first round finish in seven pro fights. But the most important thing was that in winning that fight on the Dana White Contender Series, my man, uh, Memphian Danny Barlow, now has a UFC contract in hand. First off, brother, uh, congratulations. How does does it feel different when you go into that thing without a UFC contract? You've put all this work in to get an opportunity like that, and then you come through and get it. Do, do you feel different uh, when you've when you gotten to the mountaintop like that? I mean, man, of course it, it, it feels different. But like I said, explained it still haven't hit me. I, I just don't think it. Um, I don't think it's supposed to feel the same or. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really know how it's supposed to feel. And that's why it just it's, it's everywhere right now. When you had the lights on you afterwards, we were all watching on ESPN Plus afterwards, and you got a chance to dance around a little bit and maybe get comfortable with it. Because it looked like at first when it was hitting you, you almost couldn't believe it. I just saw a scream man, that yo. you had worn. I mean, yo, man, it, it was that. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was like what I expressed that day. It was the not understanding what's really going on right now and expecting way more – um, of a you know of a fight you know what I'm saying so it was like the fact that it was it that hard work made it that easy and it was the anticipation it was just uh, results like that was all hit me at one time I was like man we it, it's over like when it was like it's over it's like it's over hit me when it was like if it's over that mean that that hit me like if it's if it's over that mean that I got that yep and, and you're like, yeah, and then, yeah you know this 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 is legit like and so yeah it, it hit me like hard. To where I just I couldn't do nothing but scream, man. Like, man, like this is real. But the real, real quick, the the situation that that got you to this point. You knew Forrest. Both of you guys are Memphians. You had come up together. I don't think you guys had fought. But then what what happened with in in this contender series where both of y'all's opponents ended up in, in, in up falling out, and then y'all had to fight each other. How did that go? Where you're pitted for two Memphians for the contract. Man, it, it was it was probably one of the hardest fights uh, morally I could ever accept. I bet. Um, but like I said, he he chopped it up, you know. But like I said, he you know he stayed out my line. I you know I stayed out his line. But you know, coach been saying join us to fight us, you know, as a you know a warning. 
you know, to say that that's what we've been preparing for. We've been standing for, you know, years now. Join us or fight us. It's all business. It's respect. But if you don't want to fight me, come train with me. And we open to that. You know what I'm saying? So we made people comfortable to join the team. So when that, so it was that made me made it easier for me to um, like accept that it's, it's time to go to work. Yeah. Uh, because that's how coach, you know, train. That's how my coach, you know, trains, and that's how he trained me. So it was it was just me going. Sometimes I just cut my brain off. Um, we got a great coach like Brian <clears throat> put you in that position to where you got all the tools that you need mentally, physically, emotionally. So when he was like, man, let's get it. I was like, man, let's get it. That's all that we talk about. You know, we don't have all these, um, you know, I don't have to do all this slapping and jumping. Yeah. We, we might let you ready, man. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get it. Let's go. A straight business. So so the fight ends. You're feeling your uh, life is good. How quickly is it going from that to contract deal signing? Like, What's that process like? Uh, I mean, they they uh, they they ran. I mean, they they like they had it the way I like it. I like it fast. I like it a quick process. I don't like to take. I don't like to lag and you know take you know. So they, you know, straight to an interview. In the first interview, I was just still kind of in shock with yeah, her. Right. Um. And like I said, I answer you know I answer questions just from my you know how I felt at the time. You know what I'm saying? And like I told her, like I told you, I expected a no war, but I said, man, but we dropped bombs. You know what I'm saying? So. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we, hey, we dropped the bomb that night, you know, that day. So I just, you know, kind of expressed that. But then she was like, we got another interview. So they walked me through, you yep. know, to the back. You know, and I just, they sent me, when they sent me in the chair, that's when everything kind of right. slowed down a little bit. I was looking at the camera like, man, I'm on 2K. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I was ready to pay on 2K. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, man, I got time. the camera. Um, <laughs> Never been in a position to wear them lights. Like, I can't even see behind the lights. It's just like, yeah. So when I sit there, I'm like, man, this is real, man. You know what I'm saying? Then they got the projectors around to where you can see what everybody's seeing on TV. I'm watching that, man. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I look over there and coach him like, man, he should be over here with me. Man. But it, it, I did put the, the work in. You know what I'm saying? No he, question. But it, he deserved like, But I feel like uh, I just wanted to be with my team immediately. Like, right. After the fight, I just wanted to blank back into the hotel room and just say, man. And I got the opportunity later on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's, it was it was just crazy. It was a nice process. It was a fast process, but it was still like I was just ready to go back to the room, man, and just tell coach like, bro, we did it, man. School us on this in terms of the next steps. Will will the UFC now that you're in? Will they decide who you're fighting? Will you get a chance to pick fighters as you go up? Like, how does this work now? How soon do they want you fighting for them? And and on a on a UFC weekend, how does this go? I talk, man. The thing with the UFC, man, it's it's it's, it's great business. There's no emotions from this point forward. Um, when I first started fighting, coaches be like, "Hey man, we're gonna get another one." I just be like, "Man, dude, right. I'm tired. I'm, I need a vacation. Man. I need a break." But now it's like, bro, they got a facility there to where I can, you know, I can, you know, get access to recovery, you know, nutrition, uh, workouts, and stuff like that. So if I feel like I, I need, I don't. I, I mean, it's business now. Like it's, it's nothing. My person is not about me. It's about you know, the process and how far we trying to talk, take the process. But I talked to a guy this morning. He was like, "We should have a fight in the next um, ninety days." Like, wow. Offer. Is the facility in Vegas? Yeah, the facility okay. in Vegas. But they said we should have an offer in the next ninety days. But they can call me tomorrow. But we ready. Like I told Coach, man, um, give me four days, and, and it, like even if they give me ask me to fight before four days, just let me know. On the, like, feel they just tell them we gonna you know if they can't wait, you know, wait a couple of days, and it's a yes for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, we don't. We ain't never dug fights. So you know, that's the only thing about this, um, this, this being in the UFC. Like, man, I will fight anybody, bro. Like, um, I will fight anybody only because it's like this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? This is what I, I, there's no fear in it anymore. It's like all the fights and pressure that came that I had coming up was um, put me in a position to where it yep. made me fearless now because I had double weight cuts, 
pulled opponents, last minute opponents. You know, at two, I weighed in at 170 in Miami, walked out with Rampage, weighed in at 170, and I ended up fighting a guy that came in at like 206. Wow. My opponent, the opponent that posed a weight in, and he never showed up. Uh, so and we flew out to Miami, cut weight. Somebody, we, I mean, after yeah. doing done so, so much to get this to my, this position, this is my second fight. My first fight, we couldn't find nobody. My first fight got pulled. You know, what I'm saying, guy, did I post a fight pool? So we had to go to Louisiana and make, get a debut. We went out there and man, and, and the way we performed that day, it was also it's like we always been. And that's why we that's where our swag was created um, from that process. The fact that it's like man, pressure is something like man, you got to look at it like a mink coat, bro. It's like you got to put it on and just wear it. And, you know how you put some, some can do that, like some can't though, man. Yeah, like, you know how yeah. you put something heavy on your shirt, like you walk to school with a heavy backpack and it just make you kind of like yep. like slumbler, you dragging it. But it's like man, we. You just said, man, swag is when you just take whatever Weird. it is and put it on your shoulder and just look good and walk and put that swag on and you you move and you operate with it. You know what I'm saying? That's why we created swag. But um, yeah, man. So like, I didn't been through a lot of process. So I, I ain't ducking nobody, man. So that's the next step. But whenever they call me, um, if it's if it's within a four day period, I'm scraped. If it's after that four day, we scrape. You know what I'm saying? Coach, so, so that's I just all I ask for is four days. Um, before I say yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If it's after a fight, I'm talking about after a fight. Right. Right. Days. But um, yeah. So it's what it's whatever. Man, you, you there's no doubt you are Memphis as hell. I was just saying the same. This is dirt. this is as <laughs> true Memphis. No question, man. As it gets. Did, did Dana like? I don't know what your talks were with him, but like, did he pick up on? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, you're 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 Memphis for real, man. I because f- like, you sound different than the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like we know you Memphis, yeah, yeah, yeah. but sure, to them, yeah. Yeah. you sound different than the motherfuckers. Oh uh, man, but hey, but I'm gonna be real, man. I, when we um, did the interviews coming in, you could tell everybody was just like, uh, just like you no know, drawn to like just that comfort. Well, you got guys in there, man. Well, we in the locker room, cause we you know we bumping, man. We start, we know, we in there jump bump. Every Swag, time we go somewhere, yep. hey, man, we got the speaker, we bumping, man. We bumping Dawson in that, you know, chair. They, when we seen some dude warm up so hard, he did, like, he was like, I'm like, bro, like, chill, man. You gonna get loosened up, tired in the fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we bump, man. We just chilling, man, bumping Dolph, man. We just enjoying, just enjoying the process. But yeah, bro, like, when I first came out there to do my media, and we was coming around. It's just like everybody, like man, like just they they was enjoying working with me because it went like they ain't, I don't I ain't need the the hand the 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 carrying of emotions. You know, I'm like, bro, I'm here, man. But now, especially now that I'm, cause all my fights felt like, you know, what I'm saying like, dang, bro, like I, this can be the banana peel. This can be the you no know, right punch. could be the one. Now I'm. I, 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 hey, I'm in the UFC, bro. I'm getting paid their bread to, you know, get get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just it, it's just make me comfortable now. So yeah, I feel like everybody enjoy my Memphis, man. Tell tell us about coming up in in Memphis and and did you always have to be a fighter? Like we we talked about, you come I, out I, of Westwood, you man, come out of South up, Memphis. We grew up going ten seconds, man. Uh, it was more like you know, it count to one, then they just yeah. it was like ten, twenty, like like 10, 10, 20 seconds. You fighting, and you getting black eyes. And you come home every day like that. We we used to play over under, like we used to play drop. We used to play rap, like we did that every day out of school from first grade on up. So you was already rough. You, know, you house, couldn't go man, to the bathroom up. like yeah, like that's how you got to be. Up. When we went did bathroom breaks, you got to fight. You know, we talked about it like man after school we had to fight. So it was just fights like for for fun for real. Um, but it, and then you will find your friends, like you know what I'm saying. So it, it, you know, so it was that same, you know, the d- dynamic. You know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. that's why I don't have to be emotional when I fight because it just seemed like, man, look, I've been doing this, but I was doing this without gloves and right. Would, you go from doing, natural fighter yeah, to so, now professional. There's yeah. there's the skills to this. But where were you when you first got to him, and how'd you even get? To this, you know what I'm saying? Man, when I came to Brian, because you was an athlete, football, yeah. track, basketball. 
How do you end up getting to this? Man, we, uh, man, bro, just looking at the video the other day, man. I was kicking the bag, man, and I was, I was, I was like, that was this sorry, man. I was sorry. <laughs> I thought I could fight. Super green. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super dude. I'm talking about dude, like, dude, Brian put my, I don't, I don't know what dude did. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he did. I didn't, I, I haven't, like, he just told me for four years, you know what I'm saying, the other day, but I don't know what he did. I just feel like he took me. And made me what you know what I'm saying, he would have been at six feet. You know what I'm saying, six two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He took that five two, you know, you know like <laughs> mindset and made, and put in the six two body. Was it like that from day one <laughs> that you had the buy in with him from day I mean, one told, in I terms told, of man, I told Or did y'all fight a little bit early on? Nah, you, man, you like I told man, he just always gave me the finger. Like he just uh -huh. always gave me the finger. You want to talk about No, I was just saying, but believe me, yeah. no, you believe but we want to. He always hit. gave me the quiet finger. He always gave me, like, I was like, man, when I first came in the gym, I was like, hey, coach, I want, you know, I, I'm training and I want to, uh, I told him my plan. I'm like, man, I want to fight. I'm going to train for a year and six months and I want to have my first boxing match. He looked at me and was like, I just keep coming, just keep training like that. But he made me go against all the, he made me go against all the hardest dudes in the gym. I'm getting beat up now. I'm getting he beat up. He testing you. Yeah, I'm getting beat, like for sure tested. I'm being, and I always been the type of dude like man. I got a pride, and that's the reason why I stuck with fighting because I'm claustrophobic, man. So when you know, it's like it's no grabbing in the hood. So this goes against all the hood rules. We in right, the like, right. You got people grabbing you, putting you in choke. Like my first training like session, we said we gonna grab. I'm like, what's that? And some dude, like, some dude, my some white dude, bro, choked me out. <laughs> I think his name was, like, Nilo or something. I'm like, bro. I'm and did you take so that went personally? Because you, nah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And when I went home, I'm like, know, yeah. I got to go back to that. Like, I can't fight. Because like, it it's like, different. Dude, it's yeah, different rules. It's when their reality hits you that you can't fight. And it's like, I couldn't accept it. Oh, I bet that. it's a humbling. That, yeah. yeah after, when you especially after you've been rough and tough yeah, and all that coming yeah, up. And when you say you the truth, when you built off reality, and somebody go out there and choke you out easily, like, without anger. It's technical. It yeah. starts to get technical a little bit. And then that's what taught me it ain't about your emotions. It ain't about what you've seen in the hood. It ain't about the reality is the work that you put in. You know what I'm saying? And I and that, and that taught me something that day. And I was I, I was I was bro, I was in shape too, bro. I, I was like I was training for the Olympics. I was running ten miles a day. I was going crazy. So it's like when he did when they was so effort like when I started fighting, they did things to me physically. So effort like without effort at all, like man, this crazy. I want to learn this. So is it because he came back? That when you saw, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you got a lot of guys that tell you, hey, I want to fight. They'll talk the talk, maybe even physically got some skill to them. But is it when he came back through all that that you knew you got something here? Or when did you know you had something here? I mean, it's no certain thing that I think that showed me that he he had something. It's just the fact that, you know, when someone that don't know what they're doing um, comes into the gym and they tells you what they want, what they should have. And I'm like, shh. That's the, that's the. That's where you got. I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. I know what you need. Just show up. <laughs> <laughs> just show up, and we'll work from there. And that's what he did. He just showed up. He he showed up to that gym. He showed up to my other gym. He got a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. Him and another training partner, that's uh, Patera Wilson, and and we just drilled a lot. We just did a lot of things together. Spent a lot of time together, and that's when I knew, like the fact that he's doing his own homework. Uh, when mm -hmm. when he leave. He does his film study. He asking the right questions, not just questions that shouldn't be answered. Like he's understanding things and and not afraid to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I knew that he was gonna be great. We got and, go, go, sorry. Go ahead, finish that. And with with his training partners, him being so young and. I'm having a young pro team, and he's keeping up with them. Yep. That's when I realized that he's going to be something special. We got Danny Barlow here in studio with his coach, Brian Hall, newest uh, UFC fighter.
contract. I know why you got the nickname left-handed guy because I watched the fight. Uh, but but who gave it to you? Like that, I mean, it's a great nickname. It's a great thing to go by. My coach, coach gave it to me. You know what I'm saying? Coach gave it to me. Um, yeah, he, he, I guess he's seen it before. <laughs> seen it. I, I used to drop that Man. Jump, like, I used to drop that jump. I remember my first day in the gym sparring with somebody. I hit somebody with that jump. Ooh. Like, that's how I like that. Man. That's he, tough. But yeah, so he, like, he, it's a he, bad day. He, at first it was Westwood, you know what I'm saying? Because okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Westwood. Then Memphis, Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? South Memphis. Westwood, South Memphis, you know, Tennessee, and that's how I am. But it's like, um, so after a couple of fights, you know what I'm saying? You know, it, it like I think like three fights, he gave it to me. So I worked for it. I yeah, worked for it, and he just came. He's like, man, I think my left hand, the guy, man. He said, so he came one day, like, man, I love that, you know, because he know my faith, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I, I have a strong faith. Not only faith, but he be sending them to heaven. <laughs> man, <laughs> dude, I blood and bones. Man, I ain't gonna lie though, he, he was eating them though, man. He was still on his feet, bro. I gotta give him credit, man. Hey, man, you can't you can't teach people how to get knocked Sheesh. down, man. You gotta teach people how to, you know. You gotta teach like that. Why I say like to me, I I never have been, you know, knocked out. I never, I've been, I've been rocked by hard knee to the chin by accident, you know, without you know somebody you know did like a grapple run. I got hit with it, so I know I got a chin. But when I get in the cage. I'm not expecting to knock anybody out. I'm just expecting to make people right, quit. Right, right. So I'm, right. I, I can't knock everybody out, but I can make people quit. I can make people say, I don't want to get hit dead center in the face by something that hard that many times. Like, in terms of this particular fight, like, I, I feel like there were, like, two two flurries. Like, you kind of hit them with, like, two rounds. Like, after the first one, were you kind of – was there any part of you, like – because you were connecting. Was there any part of you that was like, damn, this dude's still up? Like, Man, no, no, I, I didn't. I definitely, I, I had a long. You expected a long fight, then with yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah, but I, I didn't, the thing about it is that we we always come. That's how we train. Like we train like that, and it's, we train control. Meaning that me, me and my um, training partner, Paul Kim, we've been at, we throw 200 punches, uh, uh, like, bro, we'll be in there trying five minute rounds and we go. But it's wow. technical. It's in the pot. You know, I ever seen people do the tire drill and they put their feet. That's how we spar. We, we, like, and we, so we, it's like we, we keep a, like, a high intense, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, we keep a lot of variety, you know, we just keep a high intense, you know what I'm saying? Like, sparring sessions to where it's like, I'm used to being in the fire, but I'm used to being calm in the fire to where when I hit them, it's like I'm trying to break them. This is the first round, so it's like, in my right. mind, like I said, I'm I'm doing something, like, strategic in here. Like, that's why when you, I didn't get wild inside. When I see that you hurt, I'm just trying to hit your arms. Like, anytime you see I see somebody get hurt with a punch, I'm just trying to hit their arms. I'm trying to hit whatever it is to where, like, if anything opens up, it's going to it's gonna land. You know what I'm saying? But I'm shooting at a target. You yep. I'm shooting at a target. Yep. Um, and I wanted him to quit. I wasn't really, really, really about knocking him out. But after I hit, hit him and hurt him, I just seen that it, it can happen. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, um, he never, you know, a lot of guys that I finished, they never been finished in that way. A lot of people, you know, get submitted, they get caught in a choke. And that's why I, I, I like to finish fights the way I like to finish fights. So it's like, yeah, I was going to get him out of there, but I just didn't know he was going to open. I, I just didn't know he was going to, like, open the door that, that fast to that, you know, that, right. that finish. But when, when I seen it, I, I when I seen I, when I seen him wobble a little bit, right. like, I didn't, in the fight, it didn't look like he did out. Like, it ain't look like he hit the, you know, it ain't look like he did out. Like, you know, I just. Yeah, he couldn't get his legs right, right but you, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you I were seeing see the top. That, right. Yeah, I didn't you see just, the, you know, I didn't see uh-huh. that, but I just seen that. I seen him kind of, you know what I'm saying, move a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, bet. Now that I calmed down, I was like, all right. So when I had, you know, I, I set up the other, I threw the kick and I kind of clinched with him. Got in on the clinch. I was like, okay, this is why I work. I worked it. Like all this stuff that y'all see me do, I literally 
perfect, perfect, like I worked it. Repetition. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, intentionally worked though. So everything I did, I worked. So it was like, it was just another day. Another, it was actually another day at practice because it's like, uh, I'm going through a shark tank to where I got a coach that's 2.30 and I'm clinching him after a round on doing breaks, you know what I'm saying? To where it's like my 30 second break before my next round of mitts or my round of wrestling, I'm clinching. No, hey yo. This coach. is the shark tank that coach. Yeah, puts this you is in. this is shark. You know, this is shark tank to where you getting fresh leg people. Let's say you go five minutes. Yep. Um, you got miss the first two minutes, then you got a fresh leg wrestler for the next minute, then you got a fresh hey, leg. Hey, hey, you you, you, you uh, stay in the whole time. <laughs> huh? Don't be giving away the game. Don't, man. Tell, don't tell them the whole school, but but you stay in the whole, the time, whole time while they are coming to yeah, battle. The, the whole time, man. And it's like it, oh. it's, it's just meant to break you. So it's like the shark tank. Any guy that you get in there would have to be able to be five guys. So that's how I look at it. I just look like they don't say most time people get in there, they forget their game plan. They forget what they want to do. Yeah, end up getting tired me, and just trying to get Yeah, the- but me, it's like I just I know what I do is legit and I know if these guys are getting tired with me, like, you know, for coming in fresh leg, he gotta be Right. In this five minute round, he right. has to be five different guys. Yeah. So if I'm I, like the the first minute, so I'm looking at it as far as minutes, like coaches say, Minute, and we it's a switch. It's like we like we can wrestle. We like we we used to. So it's like yeah, we got a whole. You know, like I said, I don't want to talk too much, but they like dude, yeah. dude. You know, he, <laughs> not only did he know what he doing, it's like man, it's it's a, it's a different level, man. It's man, level. you you must tell us because I heard a little bit about it. I, t- I talked to you off air a little bit about it, but I heard it on the ESPN Plus broadcast. Uh, Played at Westwood. We knew that came up at Westwood, but you said play football and play for Anthony Jones, who was it yeah, yeah. was uh at you know went on I guess from Westwood to Cordova, Cordova yeah. to University of Memphis, and now at TCU. TCU, man. you were playing. You played for Anthony Jones at Westwood man, football, dude, everything. Yes, yeah, sir, man. I, uh, Anthony Jones, man. I've been trying. You know, that's my that's my guy, man. Yeah, like, that's one of those one of those people. I was like on my top ten list. He need me. to be keeping up with you now. I hey man, but like, he doing his. Like, he he is, represented he for is. the wood, man. Like he came. I think he went to Four Row Elementary. Mm-hmm. And he went to uh, Chickasaw Day. So he went through the same process. Of you know what I'm up. saying? Like, it's come, they went to Westwood. So he was always like, I'm, I'm big. You know, like I said, Westwood, that's, you know, that, I'm big on that. Yeah, you repping strong. A lot of people don't have, like, even in Memphis, I, I'm, I'm, I always, when I post, I say uh, uh, proper representation. You know what I'm saying? Proper representative. And I always wanted to be a proper representative of Westwood. And he did. Of the, he been that. Um, he been a coach at Westwood. He was there. Then going like taking going like even going to Cordova, I understood. You know, what I'm saying the elevation, it's an opportunity. Separation. Just so like you I, moving as up. As I start doing, that, I understand that sometimes you have to, you know, what I'm saying like separate from certain things to elevate. You know, what I'm saying yes, sir. Um, Leave I, some I, stuff behind. Yeah, so I, I was on. one one of the one of the one of one of the players at the school that understood it. But when he went to university, it understood. Then when he went to TCU, and I seen him doing his thing over there, then it was actually they they had a great. I know what type of coach he is, and he helped a lot of kids get in college. You know what I'm saying? He, he, For he sure. Did a job. He didn't just coach. Um, and like I said, he started me. You know what I'm saying? Like, the play, I was just a hooper. He started, he's like, you need to play football, man. You ain't going to start. You know, he's coming to me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You on the bench, man? He'll come to the basketball game just to make fun. He'll see me on the bench. Man, you on the bench, bro? <laughs> yeah. Man, you need to play football, man. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> then um, he was like, man, you, I, he see, I was dunking on, I was, you know, I was dunking on, I'm catching, catch, catching bodies in, on the court. He like, man, so I'm at the track. He's like, I'm running the track. I'm just running the track. Every, it's kind of mandatory if you're a football Keep player. Keep you in you shape. Make you. So, you know, he said, man, go over there and jump. He didn't even go with me. Like, go over there and jump. Came back, I won. 
First time I jumped, six one, my first time jump. Lord. I ain't land on the mat though. I hit the mat. I, hit, yeah. I ain't land on the pad. That's a natural talent. Yeah, so I man, so I was sloppy. You know, what I'm saying it was just you know. But yeah, so he he was one of my my top ten people, man. Inspiring me, like inspiring me, man. Like I'm not inspired by like rappers and, or rich people. I'm inspired by people that can just show me the hard the, the the routes to go, and I'm really willing to do the work. Like I don't really want handouts. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he he. Came from the bottom and worked his way up. And I took saw the right steps. I saw too. You told ESPN them folks, uh, were you at practice or something? But somebody robbed you at practice or man, after nah, practice bro, or something? Man, not that story right there. You know, like you being, you not Oof. take, you you not you being a dude that's you know what I'm saying, um, young in high school. Yeah. And it's like, man, I was you know I was just you know being a kid and you know, trying to you figure know, it out. Just, you know, like basically um, in in Memphis, man, you gotta be like specific and intentional on where you at. And where you want to be, where you want to be. That's what I hope these folks and realize about what you, you come it's, out of. It's the wrong place at the wrong yes, time. Yes, sir. Very frequent out here. And um, like I said, I was just at the court. Man, at the, at the, at the you know, parlaying, like you know what I'm saying. Do I say uh, idle, spending idle time at the at the community center? Man, some kid walked up. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you know, they was talking about shooting dice. You know, I ain't shoot. I wasn't shooting dice. And I was chilling. But then he was like, man, I ain't shooting nothing but hundreds. He ain't had pockets on. So we like, man, dude, like, like, we like, we finna dip, man. This man, my shoes straight, honey. He ain't got pockets on his jeans. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? But, um, and he kind of stepped out. I'm like, bro, we finna, we finna, we finna, we just walked off. It's like broad daylight. It's like 3.30. We walk and we get like a while, you know, a minute away. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and I got pride on him. Then I would have been a fighter, so I ain't never been soft. Right. And that's why it was an eye opener for me to where it's like, man, it's something you can't control. You know nah, what I'm saying? I'm trying. Uh, it's, and there's so many, man. I, not, not to, but, and not not that you're not, you know, one in a million, but I just, we've seen that story so much in Memphis, yeah. man, where you got a chance to get out. Yeah. And you, you got a chance to be great, but so many things sidetrack us. Yeah. And, and just hearing you and hearing that story about you coming through all that. Yeah. I mean, it's inspirational, bro. Yeah. What would you tell. Young Memphis, uh, uh, young men, uh, e- even 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 younger about you know coming up through Memphis and and those that want to do what you do. What would you tell man, them? Man, I just tell them it's possible. Uh, I, I always been a mentor, man. Even when I was a young kid, I graduated like nineteen, and I was coaching and training kids. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I was finna graduate, go to you know, like yeah, it's trying to go where I'm at. So I always had little brothers. You know, so I always been a big brother. You know, what I'm saying the hood, and I always um, told people, man, if I don't make I, like my goal was to. Basically, I was upset. I was uh, I had a lot of anger. I was like, man, I'm gonna do everything right, like in a sarcastic way. Like, I'm gonna do everything right for y'all. And if I can't make it out, it's impossible. So I'm gonna stop lying to y'all. So now I tell them it's possible, man. It's possible. But at the same time, I would tell them, man, whatever you can positive you can find to do, or whatever you feel like you like doing, man, go all in. Lock in on that. Go in. Go lock in on that. But don't don't put a limit on your hard work to get what you want. Like don't say, man, I I give ten years to this before. Like, man, give all it with no limitation on your hard work and your work ethic. Meaning this UFC vision was said, but to me, I didn't see it in my horizon until last year. But you had people saying it after my first fight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. you might not see, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, business owner, you know what I'm saying, in your horizon. But if you feel like you want to make your own business, man, start small and just work hard, but don't Work hard and say, man, I've been doing this for two years, yeah. man, and I still ain't got because like it, it, it truly comes overnight. That hard work sh- truly pays off overnight. Uh, and I, I love the way you uh, you give it all to God, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man, it's all, yeah. You, I, I can tell that was put in you early. Oh uh, yeah, man. That's all. Yeah. That's all. I, like, yeah. For sure, for sure. How how old are you? I'm 28. Okay. Yeah. And and like, how do, how does that sort of stack up with just like a, a a average UFC guy on the roster? Is that 
I mean, that's pretty good age. I don't, I don't think you've been. I got like my goal. This is actually the perfect goal. Uh, like this is the perfect time right. for me uh, because I feel like coming in the game too early, you get burnt out. You know what I'm saying mentally because mm-hmm. it's one of the type of games that you gotta know what being a grown man is in this sport. Um, it's like just why you see a lot of guys that be cold in college. They you know they 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 got the college rule. They go straight from high school to. The, it's a different mindset, man. And if you get in this guy, game with with the wrong like and not understanding. It, because people, it, they don't care. Like, Dana White, next fight. You know, right. He don't care. Yep. Right, it's business. And when you get your 15 one. minutes, that's your 15 minutes. And if you don't know that, like, what what it feel like to for people to, like, come and look at you in your face as a grown man and say, hey, I'm sorry, man, I got to let you go. You ain't never been through certain things in life. So I've been fired before. I've been So I knew what life was coming into it. So I understand business. I'm a grown man. So, you know, so I feel like it lined up good, you know, mentally, emotionally, because it's like I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? But... Uh, I feel like physically, like it's a it's a certain development your body right. have to go through, and you can like actually, you know, what I'm saying like yeah, I, I feel like yeah, it's physically it's the perfect time, and then it's still like two three years before my prime, like right in my prime. So I feel like I'm seven and zero, you know, making my debut, yeah, because at 26 we was one and zero. So and somebody looked at us like ah oh, man, you gotta get more fights, like check this out. No, it's like in my yep. head. yeah, so yeah, so it, it added up being 28 right now, seven and zero. Uh, like finna make my USC debut, man. It's a perfect. Time. What's the uh, What's the love been like, man? I mean, is it just overwhelming? People that you haven't heard from since Westwood days, like no, nah, no, nah, man. That's that's real. Like I tell a lot of people, don't get mad. Don't get. Don't get. Like a lot of people, like man, nigga, want mess with me when before I had this. And I like, bro, listen to me, man. Um, I fo- that's why I focus on. I got my team. I got my team. Right. Um, like I said, it's either um, I tell people, it's either hand. Or is it a handshake or a hug in business in life? Mm. Is it a family or a business? You know what I'm saying? And I got a lot of uh, everybody around me is, is significant. I need everybody. I mean, like you know, fans, supporters. Uh, like I said, even you know, uh, haters. They are all a part of my process in mm. life. All them. You need negative motivation too. You need somebody to say you can't do it to do it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I feel like man, it's real, bro. You gonna catch the cousin, bro. And you ain't <laughs> three. Be like, man, what's up, cub? Man, what's up, man? I remember you was in diapers, man. You yeah, had, man. You I was some of that. I knew you was, you know, I knew you were gonna be able to fight, man. You used to, we used to fight, man. When you were two, man. You know? So you, you like, so, and, and I love them for that. You know what I'm saying? Because for sure. At the end of the day, like everybody still, like, people, you know, everybody need motivation. Everybody need that, and I love them. And I'm glad I can bring people together. I'm glad I can bring people in on that. You know what I'm saying? On the positive, positive side of life. But like I said, it's real though, man. You gonna get, you gonna get some, some, some phone calls, man. And I accept them and I love them for that. But I got my, my family and my supporters that's there every day. Like they get a different type of for sure. energy from me for personally. Sure. Meaning like my dad, like I call him, like you know, my dad, my relationship, my dad, my relationship, my mom, like my grandma. Like I'm just blessed to bring my family together. You know what I'm saying? In, in general, because it's like I love it. Like my brothers. You know what I'm saying? My team. Like I had 15 guys in uh, Vegas with me. You know what I'm saying? And I might be off one. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We had about but we was in one room, not watching them play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm talking about, I'm cutting weight. I'm laying on the floor. I got this guy drying my arm. This guy drying my, like, you know, so before I jump back. So I had, I, like, I'm spoiled. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm one of the type of guys that I got the team, man. Um, so, like, yeah, man. So I, I know the people that's in in my layers, in my circles, but it's not the fact that people that's outside the layer that they're not true people and not true friends. <laughs> oh man, I just it's, saw the picture. Yeah, it's the, it's the point that. These people are part of an active wow. process. Right. You know wow. These people are part of why I'm getting the job done. And you got to keep the people closer to you that get the job done. So it's no hard feeling. But no, nah, I have, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're going to get that every right. time. The love, like, the love, like, I like even if I ain't getting love, I love them. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, I'll find a random dude that's hating on the post just to make it relevant. Hmm. Like, what you say, man? Like, where you at? I'll pull up on you, man. What's man, everybody on, on social media was like, this dude could be the next star. That's oh, yeah, all man. I saw, bro. Uh, but it's crazy, man, because at the same time, um, I t- I've been telling people for years, man, like, you don't want to fight. You don't want to fight Coach. You don't want to fight Brian. Like, dude, he, he puts you – it's like you in a game with dude. It's like when I'm in the cage, bro got the joystick. You know what I'm saying? He like, man, I see that Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see that. Cool. Like, knockout of the year. You know what I'm saying? He's seen it. And it's me – and if people understand, like, um, Izzy is – like, even when I look at fighters, like, Izzy, he, mm. he can kick, so he faint his kick. He can jab, so he faint his jab. He did like two, three weapons that he feigned. But we got like 20, 30, 40 weapons that we feigned. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, I see that. So even if I, he said I feigned it before, I, so it's like the way we connect. So I tell people, you really don't want to fight this guy. You see what I'm saying? And he makes my job easy. But it's like, so it's like with the people that's, uh, that we do got haters, man. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, this Memphis, man. So we know it's going to be a lot right. of people. We already, like everything was playing. And that's why I feel like Raheem, you know what I'm saying? Was, you know, I feel like um, he didn't understand the mindset of what he's really around. He didn't understand that coach, you know, a lot of people have been in his position to where, uh, no, yeah, I don't want to go too deep on that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Uh, last thing, just real quick, because I feel like it's it's almost underappreciated. The local MMA community. Like, I know a lot of guys, like 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 Coach right here, yeah. you know, are working hard, and I'm not sure they're getting the credit. You know, the, the community that helped put on these fights to help put guys like you in this position. I just feel like it's in Memphis here that it's underappreciated, that there's a lot of guys putting a lot of work in that aren't getting their uh, their due appreciation. Man, to be honest, though, um, somebody as a coach? Well, as coaches, as I mean, fighters. just at the fight scene, everything. I mean, yeah, the whole thing. You know, I, mean, I, you know like, I don't know that Memphis gives y'all – you know, like we were yeah. talking about, yeah, Scott, yeah. Scotty was trying to tell us – you know, hey, Memphis, come and watch. It's two Memphians for the fight for a UFC contract. Nobody's paying enough attention, like the mainstream sports, uh, you know, the news stations, everything else. I just wonder, do you feel like the the, the fight scene gets the credit it deserves? Because uh, it's producing studs like like you, and you got guys like Coach right here putting in all kinds of work. Man, it, 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 it's Memphis, man. But it, it ain't, it, it's, I don't think nothing gets the credit it deserves. I hear Nothing you. positive, dude. You know what I'm saying? Amen like, to it's, that. Like, it's not negative enough. You know what I'm saying? Now, we would have said... Me and Raheem would have got in the, in the club. We'd have been out in the club drinking. You know, we got no. You'd fight. be all over you know, the TV. Been, yeah, yeah, been like, yeah, let's. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's something positive. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's all that it is. It was just something too positive, and we didn't put enough drama in it. But the thing about it is, we already know that once we got to this point, that that was gonna appreciate it. it eventually. But yep. That's why you do it for your family. But I don't feel like nah. Like a, a person like Brian Hall, just as my personal coach. Um, no, he don't get a like, dude, dude. That's man, what I'm man, saying. This like dude, mainstream. Man, dude, He's making man. champions no, over like, there, dude. Like, bro, dude is different, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I say, I know a lot of people that you know believe in God. Or I know a lot of people that, but it's like the people that show the love. Yeah. Like, it's not a lot of people that show their love unconditionally and and consistently. And right. he don't complain. I ain't never heard a dude complain. You know what I'm saying? We didn't do it a lot. I ain't never heard a dude complain. It's like he'll be strong. He's strong for you. Like he's strong for you. Like. Like, he ain't going to even cry with you when it's time to cry. Like, he going to sit there and he going to, like, just look at you, man. Then he get done. But he going to, you know what I'm saying? But, man, dude, he's strong, man. So it's like, bro, a man like Brian Hall, that's why I fight. Because it's like, I was like, man, if I don't deserve it, he deserve it. I told him my first five fights, uh, my first four fights I won was because he deserved it. I knew it because I was scared. I was afraid. I ain't, I didn't believe I was done after my first fight because I was supposed to be a boxer. Two years after that fight, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, you know, so I yeah. feel like I, I gave it to him, but like, you now a guy like Brian, not appreciated. And just to like, a, I could say, um, 
to the promotions that's around. They got to show more love to the fighters, man. Um, I feel like like when me and Raheem, you know what I'm saying, you know, got the call up, we had promotions arguing about, you know, who's the this and who's the but I didn't to be honest, I didn't when I was at those promotions, I was looking at how they treated the fighter that was in the main event. I was looking at how they like, you know, uh, one of the promotions treated me as a fighter that's finna create content for you. And I just feel like it was just like, man, you know, I I feel like nothing in there. So it was like when I got when I get something out of something that I do, you can't take credit for me getting the cage, doing what I do. I you know what I'm saying? I don't care like what platform you created me with or you uh, 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 provided me with. Uh, you would have done it anywhere. I would have done it anywhere, right. and I have done better somewhere else. Uh, but because it's on UFC Fight Pass, now you deserve all the credit. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.